Blog Talk Radio. Boom, 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 Trust me, you know, 
is my first time hosting and everything, but I'm going to try to um, do the best that I can on this show. All right, and my co-hosts are Miss D and the one and only Lardy Miss Clardy. What's happening? We here. Hey, it's a blessed day. Yep, and we are coming at you live from all over the U.S. This is the place to be heard right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company. Today we have a great show for you today, and I chose the topic myself is teachers and students fighting. Why the beef? So call in at this number, 347-884-8684. That's 347-884-8684. And the questions that we're going to be discussing today are, why are teachers and students fighting? Why are students fighting teachers? Well, well. And what can we do? What can we do to build a bond between the teachers and the students? Well, I think um, in order to be able to uh, get that bond, first of all, parents have got to realize that teachers have to have control of the classroom in order to be able to teach. And if your child is doing something to disrupt the class, then he might very well be dismissed from the class and, depending on the disruption, could even be uh, suspended from the school. So. The kids must realize, number one, they go to school to learn, not to play, and not to show out. Uh, If you're having a bad day, perhaps you need to make your teacher aware of that. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, perhaps she can uh, accommodate you in some kind of a way if you're not in the mood to be bothered or, you know, uh, happen to deal with the classroom environment. So... Uh, I think there's a lot of understanding and a lot of misunderstanding on both the parents and the teachers. Plus, the teachers are frustrated because they've been going through this for a very long time. So, I can even put it in there too, Miss D. Is that back in the day, there there were teachers. We had old school teachers, teachers that were older. And, you know, back in the day, it was definitely a, a, a village that raises a family. And, you know, and knowing that kids back in our day and time, you know, we're talking about 50 and up, we were scared to have our parents find out that we were disrespecting the teacher and not going along with what, you know, the program was for the day being at school. And plus back in that time frame, you know, there was uh, paddling that was going on, and there was I Pledge Allegiance, and there was prayer in the school as well. So with that to say, when you're looking at modern-day teachers who are now new, and uh, they are just as young as the teenagers that's going to school, preferably when we talk about high school teachers, you know, and, you know, some of those college teachers, but majorly in high school you know, from 7th grade up to 12. You know, the kids are much voluptuous. We're talking about the young women, and we're talking about the young men who got hair all on their face, and they look big now. Back in the day, we wasn't big. We was little puny little things, puny little things, you know. So, yeah. uh, you know, it makes it really, it defines it now, you know, how the students are looking at the teachers, being that the teachers are much younger coming in. 
So those teachers are not going to take, you know, the crap that, you know, these young people this day uh, bring. So to me, you know, they need to start with, they need to be bringing back some of them old school teachers and some of those old school ways. And we recognize that we got parents today, you know, that, uh, that you know, are all for whether they kid or right or wrong. They're going to come in and tell you, you better not put your hands on my teeth, on my, on my baby. You know, but your baby is no But these well, teachers are, are actually, these teachers are actually putting their hands on the students, like physically. Like they're literally fighting in the hallways. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Other Students Listen, have to go and break I, it all up. I can guarantee you, you ain't Jesus, okay? So if you got if you got a six foot student standing up over you, and he haul off and knock you upside your head and don't knock you out, the fight is on, okay? And, and, and that's just plain old nature, teachers, self self defense ain't no crime. But clearly, they aren't that afraid of the parents to actually put their hands. On, on another student, you see what I'm well, saying? If, if they don't fear their parents, they sure don't fear the teacher. So if if if, if no, no, the can't, teachers can't possibly feel aren't fearing the parents if they're actually laying hands on the students either. Well, well I can relate they, to that. You know, but if, because if they were but that if paranoid, but if, but if your but if your son or your daughter reach up and put their hands on me. I have a right to defend myself. Now, if I am trained to know how to restrain you, I might very well try to put that in place. But, however, if that don't work, if that don't work and I ain't got some help by then, the fight is on. I can guarantee you no teacher. But people are are saying because you're a teacher, because you're a teacher, why can't you just walk away? You know, why can't you just walk away? They have security. That's what they have them for. Why are they laying hands on these students? Listen. Okay. Hold on. Let me me, me go in just for a second and just add this in here on what what Akilah is saying. Uh, you know, with the idea of, you know, how come the teacher can't walk away, I will mm-hmm. add in here, Akilah, is that there, there is no uh, training on how to deal with uh, reality show students. And when I say reality reality show students, we talk about the Molly Cyrus, the loving hip-hop, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, all those kind of reality shows that these young people are looking at on TV. So that gives them a false sense of that they can be rowdy, that they can be the way that they are. Then you have that component where if the teachers are not being trained in this area of how to deal with, you know, we call reality show children or reality show kids, or you know whatever you want to call them, this reality show, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have a problem. And you have to also realize is that the teachers nowadays they are just as young as the students. They're 21, 23, 25, 28. They still learn how to hold, you know how to harness their tempers too. So they would need that kind of training. But you know then you still will need training on how to deal with these specific kids of this day and time. That's what's lacking, not training.
training on how to deal with reality show kids. You know, you have this in every age bracket. You know, okay. remember okay. the show that we had, you know, Bad Girls on reality show? You know, okay, yeah. well, everything goes in this day and time. And perhaps, you know, there have been some type of uh, uh, training that has come about to help them. But if that, if, if, if that don't go, what do you got left? Well, you can call the police and put their kids in jail. Because that's exactly what they got in place now in the schools. But do you think do you think having cops in the school is really necessary though? Listen, I mean, people say listen, they're just kids. If you if you <laughs> wait a minute, but these just kids are bringing guns to school. Mm-hmm. They're bringing knives to school. They're bringing, and they bringing uh, all kinds of stuff to school. So. Why wouldn't the police need to be there? Mm. Well, that's what the setup is now, and that I mean, wasn't only. And you well, got five, was... you got five-year-olds bringing weapons to school, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. So come on, like mm. I said, the thing is, the thing is, is that, like I said, this is why uh, most districts, school districts, don't have a lot of students. That's why they close and down schools because. Those kids that want to go to school to show out ain't coming to school no way. The ones mm-hmm. that do come to school and and show out, they trying to figure out a way to get out of school because mm-hmm. they don't want to go. So so my thing is you being a teacher, okay, you being a teacher, and you take a phone from a student, that student is trying to give them the phone, walk away. Walk away. You well, first of all, well, first of all, first of all, I'm not going uh, the average t- uh, teacher is not going to walk up to a kid and say give me that phone. If I tell you yes, to put oh, yes the phone, they do. Well, wait a minute now. The, I said the average cuz mm. the average teacher ain't trying to get in no fight with no student. They mm. don't they ain't going to work every day to try to have a fight. Well, so I mean after a while. If warning, I say to course. you if I say to you put the phone away and you continue <laughs> to play with the phone or do whatever it is you're doing. I ain't going to ask you for twice. On the mm. third time, I'm calling for security to come re- remove you from the class. That's okay? what I'm saying. Once it becomes an escalated, once it's escalated, like you said, you're going to go well, call the security see, to have them removed. But Why you, roll around on the floor? What, you, what you're not saying, what you're not understanding is escalation can be, can be as quick as the bat of an eye, especially if you got a student that's intending to show out. Okay, hold on. Now, wait, 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 hold on. Oh, hold on. Right there. Let's stop and go on a break and, you know, and continue it. Uh, Akila, you know, uh, mm-hmm. give them the number and we go on a break and so that people can think about that and come on and chime in if they want to. Speak on that. Okay. Okay, if you are interested in talking about this subject, teachers fighting students, why are they fighting students and why are the students fighting teachers? Call in at 347-884-8684. We'd love to hear from you. All right. We'll be back after these messages. Good job, Akilah.
Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, we'll take it on that what we're talking about is why teachers are fighting students and why the students are fighting teachers and what's the beef. Why are they, where did the respect go? Why are they blaming, you know, the teachers that are fighting the students? We talk about the parents. You know, what is the issue going on? You know, uh, what do they expect out of the teachers? Yes, and, okay. you know, we have right with us, which is um, Akila Ali, who is sitting in the hot seat, that will explain all of this to us. Akila, you are on the air. Yes, and what I was saying was that I feel that, okay, you have a right to defend yourself. Okay, if obviously the students come there and attacking you. Okay, but some of the situations were escalated over arguing, that it could have been avoided. You see what I'm saying? The teachers, there's no reason for the teachers to have to bicker back and forth with a child, okay, or a student that they're teaching, okay? It, it's other kids in this class that want to learn, okay, and you're taking up time instead of teaching these students, you know, bickering back and forth. When you can just nip the situation in the butt, figure out why the student is behaving this way, you know, and if it's not something that you can, you know, solve and it's really, really causing an issue, you know, either call the principal, another teacher that can deal with the student, and finish teaching the rest of the class. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, nobody's learning anything when you're fighting over a cell phone. You know, and I, I do believe when you're a teacher, you are a role model, whether you like it or not. <laughs> That's pretty well. cute. You know, a cell phone now. You know, sometimes it gets deeper than that on what kind of shoes you got on, and how come you ain't got on your uh, a uniform, you know, to go to school in. Why are you sitting with your pants down? All kinds of arguments bust out because of that. Exactly. You know, and, and, and if, okay, if the student doesn't want to put away their cell phone, like I said, you have them go out. But like I said, the, the, the videos that I've seen, the news reports that I've seen, there were arguments before then. And that could have just been nipped right there in the bud. You know, they used to have phones in the classrooms when I was in school, where they could just easily call, you know, someone to, 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 you know, help them or even talk to the kid after class, you know, continue teaching. If that person won't put away their cell phone, fine. You know, let them there and teach the rest of the students. You know, why bicker back and forth over that? I mean, okay, he has a cell phone out. Okay, fine, you don't learn it. You don't get this test. You don't know what it is that I'm saying. You don't understand. Okay, well, then you'll just get an F on that test. <laughs> You're taking what well, I'm saying. You know, that's up okay. to you whether you want to learn. I will give you the most resources and the most help, tutor, and whatever it is you need to help you succeed, but you got to meet me halfway. You want to sing class and you want to play on your phone, fine. Just don't disrupt the rest of the class because we all trying to learn. That's it. Well, let's see. I'm not going to sit well, there and lose my, my, my hours, no. Well, let's see if we could get, you know, somebody out there to help us discuss what's the beef. If you are a teacher or ex-student, Whatever you are, and you know whether you was a parent seeing this stuff going on, witnessing it, call in at this caller number of three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. That number again is three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. And your guest toll free number, if you ain't got no phone, ain't no excuses. To get on the line, help us out, you know, because uh, there's a lot going on here dealing with kids, and Akila is making great points here. You know, help us out while we are trying to find out the reasons why the bees. You call in at this guest caller number 877-483-3153. Again, numbers, 
347-884-8684. Go ahead, Akila. Let's go on into finding out what the issue is. You know what? I had well, let's, 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 let's not, not elaborate on the issue because there's a number of reasons for the issue. I have a solution, though. Well, bring I, say, solution. I got a I solution, too. I say mm-hmm. since, they, since they're putting cameras everywhere else, put cameras in the classroom. That's right. Well, I mean, well, they got I mean, that's not, that's they not, got the mobile phones. Yeah, that, that, yeah, on the cell phones. And they, they're not, that's not caring. All it is is just giving people evidence, okay, well, this student put their hands on this teacher. The thing is to how to de-escalate the situation before it gets to fighting, to actually well, laying well, hands on well, How do you de-escalate well, like, that like situation? I said, I, I'm sure that uh, in most of those cases it's not because the teacher put their hands on the student. It is because the student put their hands on the teacher. Well, well there's it, always challenge going yeah. on. Uh, the, whatever, yeah. whatever, like I said, the thing is, is that if you have zero tolerance, that means no fighting. And we all know arguing leads to fighting, so that means there, there's, there's no argument either. If you can't... Right. Well, you then can't, there's Two, let's look at this too. I pulled, I found an article right on this specific thing that we're talking about on arguments that cause fighting between teachers and students, and it's from ParentsTeachers.com. And the person that wrote this article is by Robert McCall, and he says different kinds of teacher-student arguments and how teachers can deal with them. And he says, not all arguments that occur in class between teacher and student are destructive. In fact, the right kinds of disagreements can be used by teachers to teach critical thinking skills and help students understand that not everything can be explained in strict black and white, oversimplified ways. On the other hand, when students argue not about issues, but are trying to disrupt the class, there is a problem because those are not often constructive learning experiences for anyone or when class arguments become power struggles, particularly with defiant children. That's not often constructive either. He explains, Robert explains, the first kind of student expressing disagreements, but in a reasoned way, he says that uh, there is a growing awareness that critical thinking and communication skills are important for children to learn. And to do that, students need to test their thinking against other people, provided the student is trying to establish a position on an issue, even when the teacher disagrees that uh, that's a learning opportunity for everyone. Okay, but then you have the second kind, which is student-teacher arguments that's disruptive. He says that that type of argument teachers encounter tends to disrupt the classroom either because the student is arguing something that is only of interest to him or her, getting a grade increase or making excuses for not doing homework, trying to get away with something, 
or arguing simply just to argue. That latter is quite common for teenagers who seem to relish the ideal of their exercising attempts at power and flexing their wings a bit. And then he says there are, uh, uh, there are different ways to handle arguments. He says, Robert says, teachers need to handle these arguments and disagreements differently because they are quite different things motivated by different student needs, some constructive, some not. And then he said you, 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 there are other uh, articles that are out here that you can read on to complete that advice and examples on how to respond appropriately to these different events. So, you know, there's other articles that are out there. He says, um, you know, how students who argue with teachers dealing with argumentative students, regardless of age, can drive teachers crazy and disrupt the class, particularly if teachers get drawn in and handle it badly. Here are some ideas on how to deal with student arguments. One, arguing in class, how teachers can avoid getting caught up, you know, and 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 by Ken Shore, there's five good over overview ideas on how teachers can deal with argumentative students. And so what I'm saying that there are different types of articles that are out here that help, even if teachers and students of the light uh, can't get the training, especially the teachers. There are a political amount of uh, articles, self-help skills for teachers to learn how to deal with students, you know, without getting caught up in the process of trying to uh, trying to calm the situation and end up being in the fight itself. So, Akira, I can understand your your concern with this because you know, even though teachers are not uh, parents, and parents shouldn't leave that responsibility on the teachers to become no. parents for their children, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know. After same time, the teacher has to be there to teach, and if the teacher is not uh, trained how to deal with these types of students, you know, it does disrupt the class and nothing gets done, and everybody, you know, ends up in a very, very bad place. Some get yeah. their jobs and, and some kids get expelled from school. And so mm-hmm. understand what you are saying about how you know, teachers should deal is basically it has to go back to the old school time. And until that happened, you know, the new way of how parents deal with teachers and how, you know, kids are acting towards the teachers that do this to them that gets them caught up because they're not getting that training that they need to deal with reality show kids, you know, then we need to go back to, I feel back to the old school where it takes a village to raise a child, and until we get back to that, a child or an uh, uh, adolescent, teenager, pre-adult kid will continue to push through to make themselves just as equal as the teacher or the adult and end up being in jail. And what then? So we do need to go back to some form of, parent in a village that raises a family in order to pipe down some of them confidences that, you know, students have to challenge adult authority. That's where I think yeah. you're going at it. Am I yeah. right? And, and, 
Yeah, and um, like you said, the the village it takes a village to raise a child. I think some parents use that as an excuse, as an just as just everyone's responsibility, but not including them. You see what I'm saying? Right. I'm all about yes, it takes a village to raise a child. But don't that that includes you, mom and dad? Okay, that includes you. Okay, it's not just the teachers, it's not just whoever else. Right. That includes you if you care anything about your kid. Right, and neighbor. It's actually neighbor, everybody, but but parents will use that, and they will exclude themselves from that. You see what I'm saying? Right. And they would just say it just takes a village and then just leave that to everybody else to deal with, not them. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, it's up to the parents if your kid is acting up. And and one thing you were saying when you're talking about – how the why the kids are arguing with the teachers. It was this one student, he actually got into it, um, into a disagreement or argument with his teacher and he was expressing himself though. It wasn't in a disrespectful way. You know, I think if you could have gotten past that, if you just listened to what he was saying, he was basically saying, You come in here and you don't teach us anything. You just give us package three. Yeah. There are other yeah. ways that you can be teaching us. If you know what I'm saying, you you can, you know, make up creative ways and think of ways to get people excited. And, and and he was really talking about how to help this classroom. And she just had a complete attitude, and she put him out. You should say that was not okay. a reason to put him out. So if a student is coming there and saying, hey, this is something that I think that my fellow students and myself would be more excited to come into your class, take 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 some take some consideration as to what they're saying. You see what I'm saying? You, right. you may be pretty boring in teacher. You may not understand what what, what kids are, uh, what draws kids in nowadays. Okay, so have a, 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 a connection or a bond with your students. You know, maybe have them write on a little piece of paper anonymously as to what they think will make learning easier for them. Put it in a box and read it after class to yourself, and maybe you'll be able to, to get even more into it. And the kids will feel like they're, they're, they are being considerate. Like can you know considered you know and and what's going on and you might end up getting a few more A students in your class you know they may love coming into your class because they know you consider how you're teaching them you really want to teach them the best way that you can. Mm-hmm. Well, you know? you know I will I will say this that you know uh, uh, the most primary thing I feel that needs to get back into the schools is prayer. Somehow they took out you know even having a higher power help in the process, you know, for uh, mental uh, mental and emotional health and how we have to respect some type of rule, you know, on how to behave. And a lot of, you know, our uh, religious belief is based up on how to behave. And if you behave, you know, then you've got some God in your life, as they call it. And so without that and everything goes in society as the way it is today, then, you know, you can't get that to happen. And so when you see kids act out, adults act out, it really puts a bad light on, you know, this idea of, you know, behavior somehow is equated with having some God in your life. So without that, you know, there is no other factor that is left but, you know, uh, the law, the, the law of the land, you know, where they'll step in and they'll do something about your child or they'll do something about that parent or about that uh, that teacher. But everyone loses. So, uh, you know, I understand, you know, you know, just exactly what you are talking about. And it is a very big epidemic that is going on 
in, you know, the schools that pre- that is preventing also education to prevail. And then, you know, again, now we're not saying that all children or all students, whether they're in high school or no, you know, that every student is this way, but we know that in every class, even in an adult class, when you go to school and you see adults in school, you know, and that's in college, you have a clown in every classroom. I don't understand it, but it is. So there should be some type of understanding to have some type of training to deal with the class clown. And so, you know, if there's anybody out there that's got something to say about this, you know you can call in and have something to say on it at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the guest calling number, 877-483-3153. Miss D, what about you? What you got to say about it? And Miss Akila, after we finish with her, we're going on another break and then come back to finish up and vamp out. What you got to say about this, Miss D? Well, I ain't got nothing to say. You guys are doing a pretty good job, so keep up the good work. <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, what about you, Akela? Yeah, like I was saying, you know, why why was students, um, I think that there shouldn't be a, a too playful bond with the teachers. Like, don't be play fine because I've seen a video of, of the teacher play, I don't even know. You see what I'm saying? But there should be a respect level. Okay, I'm your teacher. You're my student. But get the students, you know, excited to learn. You know, don't be around them like you're their friend. Still keep that that bond, but, you know, just where they feel, okay, I can come and talk to them. I'm comfortable enough to come and talk to them if I'm having problems. You know, this person does consider me. You see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Right. And, you know, uh, with that, with that to say, we're going on another pause for the cause, and we'll be right back on more of why teachers and students fight and what's the beef. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Time to come back home, y'all. Come on, come on, come on. Forgot I'm a slave. To get to heaven, references, I gotta be saved. To behave, all who's stuck in my ways, give them Word praise. Express. When I feel inside of my flesh, heavy breath is giving them glory into my death. I feel blessed, because every day I'm seeing them work. I feel blessed. I don't want to do no more dirt. I feel blessed, because the path I was on was wrong. I feel blessed. It's time to it come home. Where you been or what you did wrong. It doesn't matter who you are, you're always welcome. Sin, 
right, we are back with Akila Ali in the hot seat. We talking on that subject of teachers and students fighting on what the beef, why they are fighting. Akila, take it on and tell us some more about what you have learned on this subject. Well, I just got an amazing comment <laughs> from a little girl. She's six years old. Okay. And she said, and she said, the reason. Um, is the students get bored and frustrated, so they strike out. Also, students will interrupt classroom difficulty learning or reading. Is that from a six-year-old? Yes. (laughs) She got real real good communication skills to be able to, uh, you know, to articulate that into words like that. That's awesome. Well, that says that she's observing. Yes. And and you know what? We didn't even cover that topic. Yeah, maybe the students are acting up because they don't understand what's being said. You know, their attention aren't being attracted to it. You know, they may not understand math. Right. You know, and they're just acting out. So once again, right. what can you and do to help this student? Go ahead. Yeah, what can what can you help what can you do to help this student understand the work? You see what I'm saying? You know, and, well, you and, 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 and it you know what, what what you had talked about earlier about you know when that when the uh, when that uh, that that one student told the teacher that uh, you know you ain't you ain't teaching the class right. Well, one mm-hmm. thing that could happen that will bring I feel that will bring some 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 fun to or or some versatility to teaching is that when you have a student that don't understand, or a student that tells the teacher, you ain't teaching this class right, I think if I was a teacher, I'd be like, well, come on up here. He, would act, he or she would actually be my be my right-hand man because mm-hmm. if they could teach the class where it can be understood, I would make that a part of the curriculum in them getting good grades that they're able to teach. You know mm-hmm. where you know, they understand it and convey it back to their own peers, and you right. know it also brings a spice to the classroom about how to be leaders. You know what I'm saying? How right. to communicate, and and right. then they feel you know like they are a part of the learning process. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, the teachers. Some teachers have too much pride. You know. They're the teacher. Can't nobody tell them nothing. You're just a student. You know, so some of them don't take the time to listen to what the students have to say. But th- mm-hmm. that's exactly how that situation, I feel, could have helped for them giving their ideas on, on how students can uh, be more excited to learn, you know, instead of just right. putting him out the classroom. Because, you know, it, it, use it to a benefit. Listen to actually listen to what they're saying, you right. know, because they, they're telling you the best way that they feel they can learn better. That way, everyone, it works for everyone. You have an easier class to teach. Your students are passing. You're able to get the lesson out. Everyone is learning. Everything is fine, you know. Right. But you know, you got to admit it. You see what I'm saying? We, we're, we're humans. We don't know every single thing. There's always somebody else, whether they're older, whether they're younger, you know, that we can learn something from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so don't have so much pride to think that you can't be taught anything. You know, because, like, you know, sometimes children can teach you something, too, you know, or make you see things in a different way. 
Right, and what comes out of the mouth of babes is, uh, is, is, is more than just words. It can give you literally right. some insight. If you just right, listen right, right. to it, right? And, and you know, you know. Oh. Miss Dee? Yeah, I'm here. Are you, what, what is it that you think about that? Well, like I said, y'all doing a good job. I can't add nothing to that. <laughs> y'all, y'all really but, doing a good job tonight. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we'll keep going. <laughs> I just, you know, uh, like I say, the parents must get involved. And, mm-hmm. you know, if if uh, if there's no respect going on at home, you ain't going to get none in the classroom. So, That's cool. like said, mm-hmm. and, and And usually... Uh, they eliminate themselves from the school, and that's what's so sad is, is that right. that we have so many uh, students that are quitting and not going because they mm-hmm. determined to be uh, rebellious and 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 difficult, and then there's the ones that that's determined to stay in there. But the system say you can only hold them back so you know so many times, and then right. you got to pass them on anyway. And we have a lot of students coming out of school that still can't read, still can't write, and they didn't been pushed right on through because they didn't been held back as much as they can be held back. So, right, and it's you know, the paper. Yes, but sometimes they have been being. But see, the time, the time they've been held back two or three times, it wouldn't even have to be that way if the teacher and the parents came together and the students in the classroom, okay? These are the, the class clowns. They have friends in school. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Those friends that you're hanging around, you know, have your, you know, they, the friends supposed to come there and say, hey, man, you know, I see you making F's in class or whatever. They, you know, do you want to help, you know, me to help you um, tutor or anything? you want to stay up for my class instead of you're encouraging them to fight or encouraging them to act a fool in class, you should be encouraging them to get to the next grade, because on that, you're going to be behind, bro. You know, and that's what it should be letting them know. These these are your friends. These are who you're trying to make laugh and stuff. They don't care about you that much if they're not offering to help you get through school. Those are real friends. Well, see, like I said, the the the, the elements uh, that, that, that they're already exposed to tell them something different because their friends are the ones that's on the outside that's encouraging encouraging them to do the same thing that they didn't did. And like I said, if there's not a relationship and a certain amount of respect in the home, then you're not going to get that student to go to class. Or if you get that student just to go to class, he's not going to put forth his best efforts at learning. So, right. like I said, you... You, you, the the teacher is actually caught between a rock and a hard spot because right. damned if they don't learn and damned if they do learn because, like I said, you got the ones that dropped out. But there know? can't be students that are just saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to school. I just don't want to learn at all. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. I have been a foster parent. I have been a school bus driver. And I am here to tell you that there are students that go to school and don't want to be there, but they have to be there for whatever the reason. And so while they're there, they're disruptive. 
Yep. And so with that, and to add to that is, uh, you know, as being a mother and had to deal with it on my end, having children, you know, for the reasons why they don't want to go to school is because of the rowdiness with the with the uh, other students in classroom picking on them or whatever the case may be, or that teacher is not listening to the student, you know, when that student comes and say that they are in a trouble and the, stu- and, the, and the teacher doesn't pay attention to that. And I would say that if there's teachers that are out there that don't really like their job, get out of that area because, you mm-hmm. know, and give it to one that's really capable of taking of, of taking responsibility and being that leader to help this be a success without having to deal with being introduced to a fighting back teacher, you know, all in the name of a paycheck because uh, this is a serious subject dealing with being a teacher. We do have to uphold an integrity-based uh, personality and model being a role model for the children, and, uh, and 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 we and we have to show that initiative that we are interested in the well-being and the best interest of that child, based upon we have the ethic to do so. And so, to me, if you are there just to have a paycheck, get out of it because that is not the right reason to go into being an educator. Uh, being right. a role model to educate. So with right. that to say, I'll turn it back on over there to you and, you know, balance my time with you, Akilah. Yeah, that's what that's exactly um, how I feel, too, and I agree with you. You know, if you, you're trying to be a teacher just, just for the title, you know, some people are saying it's because they, they want the title. I mean, really, if it's just for money, just go, go get another job, you know, because you're, you know, the kids are, the future, you know, the future generation, they're going to be walking out on your streets as adults, okay, and you only get like an hour to teach them, okay, so even if you teach them English and stuff, take 10 minutes or something to, to drop a little bit of wisdom on them, because that may be something that they, the only thing that they hear throughout the day, because they're watching, they're on internet, they're watching TV, their parents may not be the best role models, you know, there may not be any other positive or words of wisdom they may hear throughout that day. You know, okay. take that time and 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 put feed them some some real knowledge and some some wisdom on them. I agree you know? with that. I agree with well, that. I agree too. And you know, we're coming down to the the hill. We're almost down at the end of the hill. So, Akila, you know, uh, ask you know Miss Miss D if she has anything she wants to say constructive to the listeners. I see them back there and they are listening. So this must be a very interesting conversation that we must got it so together that they didn't have to come and say anything. They just probably nodding their head just like Miss D is doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have <laughs> the point. So, so because you know, I would like to hear their comments if they have anything to say. But if they're just learning something from this, then you know that's awesome. If they just learn one thing from what we're talking about, you know, I, I think that's just that's great. You know, we're all coming here to learn and hear everybody's perspective. You know, we all don't know in everything, but I tell you, Larry Miss Claire, every time we have this radio show, I learn something different. So I want to thank you for having this show. And, and I too. Well, you know, and you just heard from my co-host, 
who was in the hot seat today, you know, to run the show. Oh, yeah. I, you know, matter of fact, we got maybe two minutes. How do you feel, you know, being a host for today on this show? I like being a host. It's definitely different being in the hot seat. And I think that as long as if I continue to do it, more practice and everything, you know, it's going to come to me and I'm going to get it. You know, it's harder when you when I first started, but as the show progresses, I start to get more comfortable. So I enjoy being a host on this show. It's it's interesting. I get some laughs out of it too. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, this is a part of learning how to be, you know, a, a host for a radio program. I am very honored that you allowed me to be able to help, you know, build your skills and confidence in, you know, doing radio. And, you know, this is a, a heck of a subject that you wanted to come out to talk about, and I appreciate you uh, taking on the leadership to want to talk about it. So, Akila, I thank you and kudos to you and hats off to you for, you know, running this show this this evening. And, Miss D, thank you for helping in the process for a comfortable seating for us to hear your wisdom in this too. And, you know, I would say to the uh, to listeners out there, you know, sometimes we do want you to come on to the show and, and listen and at least call in and say that we are doing a great job and that you are learning something from this. We do get that from time to time. But we're humble to the fact to know that we know that you are listening to these programs, and you know, and we appreciate your listening ear in listening to the programs that we have to bring to you or to enlighten you. So, with that to say, uh, Akila, thank you for heading the show this evening, and Mombi, thank you very much for being here to share your wisdom in on it. And again, thank you, listeners, for listening to Lardy McClarty and company on Blog Talk Radio. We will be back uh, on Monday, and we will be discussing about our big, luscious, amazing women and on the subject of how to think big properly. And we will be starting that show at, uh, I believe it will be at 3.30 uh, Pacific time, and I think that it will be 6.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time, and we will have our guests for the third time coming back to discuss the issue that I just mentioned. Her name is Layla Black, as better known as Big, Luscious, Amazing Queen. So with that all to say, I appreciate all of you for being on the show, and remember, you know, if you've got to be teaching and you've got to be educating, make sure it's something that you want to do because it is a challenge and you've got to have training in order to be able to deal with the challenges that come with being an educator and a teacher. It is not easy. And with that to say, thank you for listening in. I'm Lardy Miss Clardy with my host, as in the hot seat, Akila Ali and Miss E. Y'all have a wonderful evening, and have a good night. You too. As I turn up the collar on my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing my mind. I think
Cause they got nowhere 